What's up, witches? Hello, and welcome to The Analysis. My name is Matt. I'm back behind the sticks running the show. Hey. I'm joined out in Chicago. Very illustrious co-host, Bob Panalone. What's up, you little son of a witch? (laughs) Son of a witch. Uh yeah, I've been I've been gone. I've just uh, yeah. been in Hawaii. Tell the people what how did you travel uh, in the world? How'd you how'd your trip go? It was a lot of fun, man. It was uh you know kind of did a lot of exploring of of the Big Island that not a lot of people get out to, but uh, packed it in, did a lot, bounced around Airbnbs, uh, and then ended up getting trapped on a mountain and had to be rescued. Oh okay. Fire and rescue, yeah. I was uh, spent two uh, two hours slipping into uh, hypothermia. It's actually kind of scary, to be honest. This this um, was not anything that you shared on your Facebook, uh, I guess, because it's because uh, Facebook's only the highlights, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, I just I just put up a post just a few hours ago, um, and uh, I thought I had talked to you about it in the when I was waiting for my plane. But no, you must have saved it for for this right now when we're recording. <laughs> Make yeah. for good radio. So, yeah. Okay. No, so I, I, at at one point, I thought I I might die. Really. But, uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, I uh, I got altitude sickness at the top because it's about thirteen thousand feet, and you drive up to eleven thousand in like an hour. So there's no like progressive acclimatization. So and then it totally took me by surprise. We got to the top. I'm like, it was like being wasted, unable to like stumbling down this mountain. Oh wow, my like my yeah. So it took so long that uh, we got two miles from like our car and it was so dark we couldn't see the trail so we had to like call 911 and wait for a fire and rescue to come up the mountain and save us oh jeez oh jeez but anyway let's get to some fun stuff wow. uh <laughs> anyway yeah let's get to some fun let's have some fun dude bob bob there's been two south parks and two curbs since i've been away yeah. and uh just cuz you leave doesn't get... mean that the beat doesn't go on there Hayes. no no i i've since caught up so uh hey, make sure next time your... you're on a trip you stay you know safe so i don't have to do this show by myself anymore <laughs> <laughs> good okay so yeah let's get to it let's hear your analysis analysis yeah and you also uh you know missed our little tune in the beginning there with your intro so you, you might still have the uh, oxygen <laughs> de- deficiencies. deficiencies but yeah so uh uh we, we're starting with south park then yeah let's do it so uh yeah two weeks ago we had hummels and heroin hummels and uh, heroin uh, i thought hummels and heroin was a kind of a dud I, I wasn't yeah. as into it. Uh, they especially they had the the running gag of the old woman's farts. I I, I just I, there was there wasn't a lot that did it for me. I I didn't chart the laughs. I don't have the the chart in front. No, of me, neither but, did I. Uh, I I thought that the character, the little investigator character that they had, was kind of odd. Uh, yeah, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, it was almost like if you were gonna do this whole, I'm gonna break the case open. I almost would rather have had taken the Hardly Boys back. Yeah, yeah, that would be great to get the Harley Boys back again. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm getting rage, a raging clue. Oh, I got a clue this way. Let's shoot clue yeah. goo. Oh clue yeah, juice. let's follow your clue. <laughs> my That's clue a great. Is that would have been so really funny. hard right now. Oh my god. Well, because like, and then it oh, ends and with Chuck E. Cheese die. We called it in the Harley Boys. Yeah, that would have been a funny callback. I actually didn't think about that. But yeah, so the the episode ends with this kid's like. I have some questions. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like this, I don't know, big dun, laugh. Dun, dun, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, 
I don't know. He was okay. Uh, that was okay. How, what, what do you think about uh, continuing our theme of the uh, the South Park LP? What do you think of the new the rap song the rap. about being yeah, oh, the, trapped in a prison? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a prison. I can't, I can't remember. What was the tune again? Do you have the tune? I'm, would you know, I'm no, in I a prison. Lock me up. Yeah, that was pretty good. And, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but the Son of Witches also had a nice little... Randy and his friends, they have a number where they do a nice little song, too. But uh, And then you had Cartman and his little barbershop quartet as a distraction in the old folks' home. But for me, yeah. the, the best part of this, the episode, was the all the drug addicts with the giant uh, heads on, just vomiting and, right. and yeah. dying. The, the child like, performers. Yeah, anytime you get like a solid death scene on South Park, it's always kind of gratuitous and funny where... Blood and vomit spewing from Chuck and the e. fact that it was like you know Chuck E. Cheese and these other like animals that it, it, it wasn't like the the addicts that were in the costume it was like them as actual as, beings yeah, yeah. so then when they sliced open the head like the the the, the guy the warden or whatever it's uh, the cop in the room was like throwing yeah, yeah it makes it <laughs> when pain. they remove the foam head yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes the yeah. adults have trouble in reality as well. I, I like how sometimes South Park will have the adults acting more like, more like children than the actual children themselves. So, you know, it's like, Oh, yeah. Chucky, Jesus. I've actually, I've never really been a fan of, uh, Stan's grandpa episodes. Yeah. Um, and we haven't seen him in a while and it's just, I don't know, whatever. Because they uh, used to use him a lot more earlier on. You remember there was, there was episodes where Stan would be trying to watch the TV and his, his, it was like Bob Saget jokes. They'd make fun of Bob Saget because the grandpa's like, oh, Bob Saget's hilarious. And, yeah. But remember that episode Cash for Gold? Where, like all the old folks episodes I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Or like when they got, they got obsessed with buying like gold on the HT or HTC or whatever. There was a, but anyway, there was yeah. a pretty decent bit where just, randy juggling visiting his father in the old folks home just yeah because they never there's never been an episode where it's like hey we're checking grandpa into the old folks home at least not to my knowledge and so you know this is kind of they kind of get it all done in one scene it's like grandpa has to live there they can they take care of him there okay it's like how come you never oh oh oh, you tricked me oh we're never coming back to the dinner table they're, they're at the dinner table. It's like, no, no, he's better there. He likes it. God, like, I have to bust my ass. You and, heard you know, it. To pay for that place. And, and uh, I, I don't want to go there, okay? And, oh, oh, you tricked me. Because <laughs> I don't want to go there. Yes, I mean, that was okay. but It was all right. Yeah. I, I didn't think much. It, it, it was okay. I I was watching it. I watched the f- the first time I saw it. I, I saw the second half in like a, uh, a communal space at this Airbnb I was staying at. And they had the closed captions on. And you know, couldn't really hear it, but the closed captions are kind of funny because they described the nature of the farts. <laughs> it was like farts, farts angrily, farts like uh, dejected. So that was kind of oh a, yeah, just different nice different thing. ways to describe a fart. But anyway, let's move on. Yeah, Sons of Witches was a lot of fun because oh, yeah. you talk right away. You talked about um, <laughs> the the song and dance number they had, where they go into the school to try to uh, convince the children to like. That they're good witches. There, there's the and... good witches and the bad witches. Well, <laughs> and then they essentially improvise this song or or a song that they barely rehearsed enough. And that was good. I was I was just kind of excited in the beginning because they had changed the intro, the title, uh, and they had oh to spook. Yeah, yeah, they it, spookified yeah. it, and it really kind of made me think of those Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. 
And those are mm-hmm. always great. And it's part of my Halloween tradition. And I'm going to try to get to it at some point this weekend of just going back and, and watching some Treehouse of Horrors because that's when, you know, when the Simpsons were truly great. I mean, they're, they're, they've been doing Treehouse of Horror for a while now, but those yeah, early Treehouses were, and they're scary sometimes. There's some creepy Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, the Shining parody is good. I've got that. Shut up, boy! You don't want to get uh, sued. Yeah, the Shinnin. <laughs> the Shinnin. Um, yeah, no, they they had some good ones, but uh, this was a fun episode overall. But do you think uh, South Park's gonna start doing because they're always on in October? Do they always do a Halloween? Because there was a great Shining parody that they had with Randy uh, buying that blockbuster. Yeah, the the blockbuster. Yeah, well, that that kind of tied in with the Avengers too. Yeah. That that was a great episode. That, a uh, that may that may have been a couple years ago. Strong. <laughs> well, do, do you remember? Do you remember when Cartman is like uh, fantasizing about murdering Heidi, and he's sitting there at the cafeteria, and he's just like that downtrodden like stare. Yeah, yeah. That reminded me of the Randy stare, where he was just like, it, it's just mm-hmm. maybe a callback to to the blockbuster episode. God, yeah, just, that that's one of my that's one of my favorites. And I love when they make fun of those industries that have completely fallen and and you know like when mark butters <laughs> is in the circuit city that's just completely yeah. just written in grime on the on the outside of the building and the creepy ross dress for less <laughs> yeah the scariest place in town ross dress for less <laughs> <laughs> um which is great yeah and i didn't i actually uh, didn't know what a ross dress for less was uh caitlin brought it up the other day she we were driving back past a strip mall and she was like oh they have a ross dress for less i was like what the hell is that and then I hadn't I hadn't episode. seen one until I came out to California. I, I maybe there are more more of them, but yeah, I I didn't know about them until I got here. But um, yeah, then they also had the little dance with the the Jack and Crack, <laughs> with the with the witches heading on up. I, I I was just enjoying this entire time, and you know. Yeah, well, any anytime you get Randy like partying with his friends for about a week, like even you know PCU and. And and like this one, like oh Sharon, God, none of the other guys' wives are being a bitch about oh, it. Sure. Just you know, like Randy, <laughs> a, she's she's supposed to be stealing children. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not God. It's just that's just what's his name. You know that you know we're it's Chip Duncan. He's a dick. <laughs> God, I know that. I knew. I knew that guy was a chode. <laughs> But like him getting ready, he's, he's got that boot up and he's got that like his like stubble hair. I love and it. Fishnet stockings, dressing I, up like I just, a witch. I, what's up, witches? I just love that Sharon is supposed to be okay with her husband going off every night for a week to smoke crack <laughs> and drink, drink Jack Daniels in the forest in the woods. <laughs> hey, which no? Week. Well, she doesn't know because he just you know we just like talk and you know hang out. We and stuff. smoked a little crack. <laughs> But he, but Sharon, I love like it. we were saying that Cheryl is the thankless straight man of Curb. Sharon, I mean, I know, really, she's really having a nice role this season yeah. of the straight, <laughs> uh, like the uh, the white people renovating homes and the 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 yeah. <laughs> the foil to the Columbus bits yeah, and speaking yeah, through speaking through her, you know, nard teeth, just God, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> just the, the, I love that these guys go into the woods. Okay, they're dressed up as witches, and yeah, okay, they're they're bringing booze, but then just to casually smoke crack as well. And uh, the animation of the chip turning into the witch. Ah, it burns. Hey, maybe you should lay off the crack there, Chip. 
And then he's this gruesome, ghoulish witch in, in great detail. So funny. And then he flies around like a green goblin hurling these flaming pumpkins. Yeah, oh, it was so funny. But and then <laughs> yeah. and then of course the B there is is Cartman and Heidi always being late, and yeah, which, which uh, man, I mean, how many girlfriends have you had like on Halloween or or just like friends, your 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 friend circle, just like the, oh, getting the on. chicks Wait, ready? I gotta go get my lip gloss. I actually went back and rewatched that scene for Caitlin. I was like, uh, you want to watch this with me and uh, tell me you think this reminds you. She's actually yeah. good at getting ready, but uh, yeah, that was that was perfect. And he's like, and then they missed the entire pumpkin patch. It's just, oh, I mean, I guess you guys can yeah. maybe check out the bouncy house for a minute. But... Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah. Oh, I'm going back. I'm going. Yeah, we missed the entire time. thing. We normally get there early because you can get all the best pumpkins. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Cart- <laughs> Cartman missed all the pumpkins. Well, pumpkin bins are all empty. Yeah, Nightmare. Cartman's obsession with little things like that. Like, like you know, we haven't seen that in a while. Like, the release of the Nintendo Wii, the, yeah, like, some new Casa game. Casa Bonita. Getting to a pumpkin patch. Yeah. yeah. All the like Funny. seasonal hot spots that you have to hit, and he's just like late, devastatingly late, enough to where he's going to sacrifice his girlfriend, yeah, to the devil. Well, I I, I hope they start doing more of these Halloween episodes because they're always usually pretty good. Um, the the best one I can remember right now, yeah, is that blockbuster episode, and then I'm um, drawing a blank uh, on the rest, but uh. Yeah, what was the uh, night nightmare on Facetime? Oh, the Facetime. Uh, Stan, yeah, Stan, Stan couldn't leave, so he was uh, stuck in the blockbuster. And everyone, everyone was the same. They were all Gangnam Style, right? It wasn't. No, they were. They no, they were all Avengers. No, but wasn't there was a, there was a costume that everybody was? Oh, maybe or I think Jimmy that might have been a different Gangnam year. Style. Anyway, they were all Gangnam Style. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Um, but anyway, all right. Well, let's. Uh, that was a good one. Let's move on to Curb. Yeah, we got disturbance in the kitchen. And then running with the bulls, I watched these back to back, so they kind of ran together. Yeah, they kind of run um, together in my mind too. I had to separate them in notes because they all—it seems like one episode. But yeah, let's start with. Well, well, basically both. Of, I think we can talk about both of them. This is—I think it was just classic curb. I think it was like really hitting their stride and like kind of the hiccups or the in the first few episodes or the problems I kind of had. I feel like it went away, and it was just like it was kind of. A, Two classic episodes. Yeah, um, I thought disturbance in the kitchen. We're back in the restaurant. Larry's restaurant bits, his office bits, his his doctor's office bits, and uh, but the the restaurants where he he makes his living, and yeah, that him and Jeff are having lunch there, and and the there's there's been a disturbance. Your your lunch is going to be a little delayed. There's been a disturbance in the kitchen. And <laughs> yeah. So there's who's the who's the actor that plays our our friend the uh, the manager the oh I don't even know oh, I, I didn't look it up. Okay. But um, yeah, and then obviously the end of the episode, we get um, an example of a disturbance in the kitchen. Yeah, an actual would, disturbance. Which would be hard to explain to a table because there's so much kind of backstory that goes into what disturbed the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of you get the guy's point that it's it, uh, it's too it's kind of hard. It's to, not worth yeah. my time to sit here and try to break it down for you. So you wouldn't yeah. understand. But yeah, so uh, Jeff and Larry eating, uh, and then of course it gets into him with Rushdie. Solomon Rushdie is finally Solomon in- Rushdie telling him about the yeah the um, the fatwa the, boys the power of the fat fatwa sex yeah yeah because yeah. you're all of a sudden you're mysterious and dangerous so Larry Larry agrees <laughs> with him and all of a sudden and Buck it, Dancer's gone the the wig and the yeah Buck Dancer's gone which I kind of missed but and then uh, Susie said she preferred the look which was great. 
which I, which I think must have been an improv because I think I think it broke Larry in the scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see that little Larry smirk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also, I think, uh, I think Elizabeth Berkeley's improv when she's working Banks? with our God, fuck, did I see Elizabeth? Yeah, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks uh, improv. Elizabeth Berkeley's the girl from Striptease. Uh, but mm. Elizabeth Banks when she's improvising with the cop and she's trying to do the whole Shakespearean story. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he was he was in the back. I, I saw a little Larry chuckle as well. <laughs> But, I gotta rewatch that because it, it was so funny that he gets this hot ac- actress and then she's such a bad actress in lying. Yeah, <laughs> she needs she needs, she needs rehearsal. She's a prof- yeah, she can't improvise, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty um, good. Yeah, you're, you're a professional actress. Are you kidding me? Uh, but the uh, they've been getting some good guests on this show. So oh, everyone wants cameos for man. sure. Uh, uh, and then probably probably the greatest cameo so far is. Um, our, our boy um Cranston. Okay. Cran Brian Cranston. Or um or you know, kind of reprising his doctor role doctor in Templeton. a way. Yeah. Well he was he was a dentist on Seinfeld. Yeah, he was a den- he was the dentist having sex while Larry was on there. <laughs> they were always getting uh, changed. Yeah, he was he, all kinds of things going on. Um but yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you think about that episode? Oh, I real quick, great. I wanted to go back to the service in the kitchen real quick because it had one of my favorite bits this season which was the the front of the mind and the back of the mind uh-huh when yeah because there's, there's a few things and larry's just in both of these he's just so terrible he's like doubled down on his his awfulness but it's the yeah. susie's looking for this kid who's the, the missing girl her the missing little girl that she's been watching and larry's looking for his sunglasses his st- stupid ass sunglasses and he's like could you put the put the sunglasses in the front of your mind and she's like no the daughter's in the front of mine it's like okay well you know and then and then jeff wants larry to put his cubs hat in the front of his mind and so he's 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 with his hands gesturing which way what's in the front of the mind i love that i can't have three in the front i can't have three in the front all right right. i'll put put the kid back a few paces i'll move (laughs) the cubs hat (laughs) the cubs hat will come up i need you to have the glasses in the front so oh god that was the front of mind, back of mind. That was yeah, that was great. And then he ends up finding uh, the Cubs hat. Like, oh, Jeff's Cubs hat. Oh, oh, the glasses. Oh, yeah. They all well, it all gets found basically at the same because the girl comes the back glasses, with the glasses. And he like pushes uh, yeah, Susie, <laughs> Susie out of the other way. way. God, and that slow mo close up of his face was brilliant. Yeah. So anyway, um, just to that was a really that. funny moment in that episode. Um, actually, definitely bigger laughs on the two curbs than the South Parks for me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that as well. But yeah, front of mind, back of mind was great. Uh, and then running in, running back to the running with the bulls. Um, and Cranston hasn't Larry. There's there's always some good cameos for Larry's therapist because he's had a few therapists so far, right? Yeah. Well, Steve well, Coogan? well, there's also uh, I don't remember. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Well, anytime he has a run in with, anytime he's got like a doctor appointment or like a therapist or a, and he's, maybe he goes to like some doctor and he's like, uh, he's got like some rash and he says, uh, oh, it must have been from that little girl's pussy or something. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, just all kinds of bag of worms open from that. Um, yeah, but yeah, so but- Cranston, and then he gets, a, oh God, uh, Larry in a therapist setting is so great too, because then he's just like, the minutia of the mm-hmm. chair, which the chair did look uncomfortable. Um, and like, stealing well, a look at your watch. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you just why have why a you put the clock? clock behind me, and so you can check the clock. 
I love yeah. that Funkhauser's cousin was killed off. Yeah, uh, they killed or him nephew, himself. nephew. Rest in peace. Uh, ra- ra- <laughs> ran away with a prostitute and was trampled by bulls in Spain. Yeah. Um, a big laugh for me was in the uh, the funeral when, and this is just a great classic curb moment where this this Arab guy shows up, arm in a sling, looks like he's carrying a gun. Oh, Fatwa's got a gun. And then you're just left with the Funkhauser up there with the up at the altar. And the, the boy's room. picture is trampled as the people are trying to get out. Of the, that was get great. To safety. It's just, and then, hey, that's my friend, asshole. Yeah, and then to your point, when he's like yelling at the woman for grieving too loudly, just doubling down. Yeah, on the awful. my God. Will you shut up? I can't hear anything. Shut up. Really? God, that's too loud. Yeah, that was like, come on, Larry. Just in general, because uh, I I also loved the Richard Lewis, uh, <laughs> just the the seating. And it's like, next time we make lunch arrangements, I'm going to sleep outside. I'm going to get here at <laughs> six in the morning. I'm going to so, get up and I'm going to set my alarm for four in the morning. And just I'm like, not sure what I like better, Larry and Richard Lewis or Larry's relationship with Funkhauser. Uh, they're, they're both great. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, Richard Lewis just looks terrible. Well, the, the, which is so funny, which is why it's great when they go to that art show to uh-huh. open up the episode, and he's got that self-portrait that looks nothing <laughs> like, like, if that's your self-portrait, I need you to do a painting for me, of me. Jeff's like, man, I'd like to see how I'd look in your portraits. That's your self-portrait. Uh, it was so funny. I don't know who it looked like. It looked like Michael Douglas, like an early Michael Douglas. Yeah, still had the yeah long early hair. Michael Douglas, you're right. Yeah, it had like uh, Wall Street Michael Douglas. But it definitely didn't look like Richard Lewis, current Richard Lewis. That was pretty funny. And he sells it to that restaurant. And then Larry's got to sit in the chair staring at at that painting. (laughs) So good. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, it's it's a show that really deals with etiquette to its extremes. And he just he loves to make an observation and, and, and just hammer it into the ground. And and the whole disturbance in the kitchen or uh or, or, or another good one was the the funeral nod. Hey, I said hey to you, and you didn't really respond to me when he's talking to Dom, Dr. Templeton at yeah. the funeral. I gave you a somber nod. I, you know, uh, at a more joyous occasion, I lift my chin. I, yeah, you know, and then you know, this is isn't that case, and so you get a head down nod. You know, just yeah. like those little conversations, those the, the, the etiquette shit is so great, and I think about it. It always comes back in my right, life. Right, right. Always, you know, and that's the great joy of this show is that you get payoffs well after you've watched the episode years later you can be like ah you know not to sound like my grandpa my grandpa always used to do a seinfeld oh this moment reminds me of that time where kramer was stuck in the thing and it's just it, mm-hmm. it's always relatable that happens to me all the time all like every other moment in my life it's either relatable to a simpsons or a seinfeld moment yeah but um yeah brian cranston was is so great in the in this episode in that moment and then what do you think about the thing where he was like don't refer to mrs templeton please don't address mrs templeton um mrs templeton does not want want to be introduced to you and like larry if we could continue being uh, if you could continue refer to me as dr templeton yeah because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he because he wants to call him by his first name because cheryl gets to yeah and yeah it just you know the doctor patient relationship was another great bit it's like, uh, no, there's or their patient doctor relationship. Yeah, the there's patient, doctor the, patient relationship, but because uh-huh. Larry keeps telling all of his business to everybody, and 
how that ties in with Jeff sleeping with the real estate agent who's really attractive. Yeah, she was hot. And then yeah, so Susie yeah, so cool. Susie calls his bluff by like, okay, no, we're actually gonna buy this house. But he was like, uh, I, I was just you know, it was, his whole plan budget. was just ah, yeah. yeah. His whole plan was just to go around and not actually buy anything, and now she's like called his bluff, but <laughs> because she suspects something because Larry is unable to reveal because who of told the him about the doctor relationship yeah. of the it's men's all, warehouse. I know the, <laughs> the deal. Yeah, the warehouse sale. So I'm not yeah. gonna fucking say it. There is never a time where I'm going to get. Just up. tell her. Just tell her who told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah great great episode uh they're yeah. both funny but r- running with the bulls man that was great and then uh cool well i i wanted to talk to you about uh so the fractured but whole is out in shelves you can buy the game and play it and okay, uh, i'm gonna get it my my it's such bad timing though because my playstation just shit out on me oh, i was really? trying to watch the because i have the sunday ticket but it's an app on my playstation and yeah. the game keeps crashing. And I was looking it up, and it said, if this is happening, likely your PlayStation. I have a PlayStation 3, so I could probably. I'm due for an upgrade. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I, but I need to get that before I can get the game. But have you started playing it? No, I don't have it yet. Uh, I guess um, apparently Cameron reserved a copy about a year ago, and then it got <laughs> delayed. Uh, it was like, oh, it was a Christmas present last year, uh, was this pre order. So apparently it should be on the way. But anyway, did he get you something else instead? Or uh, it... no, no, this was just a just a nice bit. little IOU, kind of like yeah, Dumb and Dumber uh, stuff. Hang on, IGN. A good one. IGN has it ranked as uh, an eight point five, which is pretty solid. Is that so out of ten? Yeah, out of ten. So I uh, watched that review. Looks pretty good. Cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll check back on that. Uh, we'll we'll both get the game and we'll stay updated on. Uh, the fractured but whole it looks fractured good though. Butthole. So yeah, real, uh, real, real quick, quick. Yeah, go ahead. It's Halloween. Halloween's coming up. By the time this is launched, it'll probably be up. You uh, got anything for Halloween? You got a costume planned? Uh, I actually speaking of the Avengers, I uh, so my yoga pants and my workout so, shirt. So lame. <laughs> is a Spider-Man costume. It's like a Spider-Man costume workout. Here. How do you not get beat up? <laughs> so I, I I have no plans, but I, there was a, a place I go to do karaoke on Wednesdays. They did some karaoke this week. Oh, so I, I got, got off the plane. Hosted by Katie Meyer. <laughs> not anymore. She got fired. Okay. Uh, this is a, a different place. But so I got off the plane, got went straight to my my home, my house, and put on this uh, Spider Man <laughs> yoga pants outfit. Uh, and so that's what I'm rolling with this year. I didn't really plan on it. I was gonna okay. like try to put together a uh, Kingsman outfit. Uh, got the glasses, and then gonna track down like a, a suit jacket or something. But okay. no, so I'm going. With, I'm going with Yoga Spider Man. Yoga Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> Me and uh, uh, the dog. My I have a French bulldog. For those who are listening, I don't know. Uh, he has very pointy ears. So we got him a Batman costume. And so to round out the theme, uh, Caitlin is going to be Robin, and I am going to be a very intense Heath Ledger Joker. Because I take Oh, cool. Seriously. Yeah, so I got rigid collodion. It's going to help make realistic-looking scars on my face. And I, I bought a whole I, – I pieced it together because I refused to buy anything store-bought. So I bought a bunch of materials from – different ebays and china and all sorts of stuff so i've got a i've got a whole purple suit now and uh oh, yeah it should be a good time so look for pictures 
So did you stitch together this purple suit, or you? No, you bought... I bought a purple trench coat uh, from China, oh, okay. and then from uh, from eBay, I bought like a pair of used purple pants that seemed to match, <clears throat> and then um, got a green vest from Goodwill, and then you know uh, I bought the Joker shirt online, and you know I got a wig, and I like did all green and shit. So should be a good time. I get really, I get super into Halloween. Uh, last last couple of years, I was Leonardo, different Leonardo DiCaprio characters. Everybody drink. And so I was the Revenant last year, and Caitlin was the bear, and then the year before. Yeah, that's right. The Revenant costume is great. So, yeah, I was a Revenant. And, and I could even rephrase the Oscar uh, prop as well, because Heath Ledger mm-hmm. happened to win the Oscar for this character. Posthumously. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Yeah, whereas you usually do, um, yeah, Leo characters, I try to find a James Franco yeah. character I can do. Like, the I, 20, I'm really... the, the, what was it? 124 hours 27 hours yeah yeah 127 hours that was a good one yeah that was fun uh this year i was thinking about doing his character from the deuce uh, i haven't seen that show yet but yeah oh you you should start watching that it's great it's good but i know you're working on the wire what about the dude from pineapple express you could have done that character yeah yeah i uh well i'm sure you've got a bunch of clothes you know pajamas that (laughs) that you could probably put on (laughs) Well, the thing about the laundry. deuce is that he plays twins, and one wears like you know a white barman's shirt, and the other one's usually in black. So I was thinking like maybe like a two face sort of thing, oh. which, or like a spy versus I don't know. It probably would have been confused with spy versus spy, but oh. anyway, I didn't really have time to plan it as I was overseas. Yeah, you were dying on a mountain. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, so yeah, finally you were gonna say. Uh... Anything else you've seen? Uh, your your plane movies? Anything else you want to get into before we wrap well, up? Well, uh, well, a lot of this podcast is uh, lifted from The Watch with Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Yeah, and, shout uh, out to our good friends at The Watch. Friends yeah, the pod. yeah, yeah, I'm sure they are. Um, so I was gonna do little airplane movies, um, but since we're we're hitting thirty, maybe we can save that for next week. Although I guess maybe I'll just touch on it. I, yeah, yeah. So flying back and forth, I did go and see Cars Three. Spider-Man: Homecoming, The Mummy, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, well, here, so let's focus on two because I have seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, and I have not, and I really want to see Planet of the Apes. The other two, I could give three fucks about. Um, so what? So Spider-Man, what did you think? Were you into it? Um, it wasn't as good as I was. I mean, everyone's like, it's the best one, hands down, best Spider-Man ever no, made. I don't, I don't agree. But and my problem with it, it's like it's just another cog in the wheel of Marvel. It doesn't. It's not like spectacular. Like like the the first Tobey Maguire, like the first two. Okay, the third one was the Defoe. That great, the, the Defoe one, the first one was my favorite. Yeah, uh, the one with Doc Ock maybe my favorite. But those okay. were big events. Those were cool. They were a lot of fun. They weren't just like God uh, vehicles to move along this universe. It mm-hmm. was, they were, you know what I mean? It, it felt yeah. more important. And and also it was kind of like the the beginning of, of the trend <clears throat> where it's like, it's, oh, com- comic book movies? Oh, that's a cool idea. It's, and I, I go with you on that, but this one, and, and I'll give Marvel credit because you can watch them and if you're looking for it, it's going to be the cog that moves the wheel, but it also can stand alone. And I thought just if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're trying to take yourself and just, in, in, look at the movie in general i i liked it and you know i really liked you know our buddy michael keaton putting the bird mm-hmm. suit back on uh, yeah thought, getting the bird thought, suit back on I thought was the, good good casting yeah and i thought the 
the most boring part was all the action scene when they're like in the plane that's flying the invisible plane and in that whole 30 minute like sequence there that was the most dull it was yeah. i thought all the scenes in the high school and with his buddies and all the interaction he had on his dates and stuff that was all really enjoyable to me and it was also cool to see spider-man not in the city when he was out at that house party and him trying to to get back to to save people just, and they just got to run through the golf course you just God, had to run yeah sucks God, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. No, it, it was stuff. a good movie. I just think it's overrated, just like all these movies are. Because it, it just felt like just just having Stark kind of show up there on FaceTime every once in a while was just like, okay, this movie is clearly doesn't have the budget of the Avengers. It just mm-hmm. feels like the the Tony Stark appearance is tacked on just so we could like thread it all through. Yeah. And I just don't, I really didn't need that. Um, but That's I, I, the world you well, live I, in now. We, Without the Avengers tie-in, I thought I thought it was fine. I definitely don't think it's as good as everyone was saying. And then I'd and never then heard we, anyone say it's the best one. I would disagree with that, but I thought it was fine. I thought a lot of people were were kind of thought that way. Um, How about Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I really like that trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're all great. It's a great way of like reimagining, kind of uh, you know an. Uh, 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 intellectual property, um, but kind of yeah, reimagining it and not just simply rebooting. Mm-hmm. I thought they've all been cool. Um, this one I thought was going to be you know because Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is, is a pretty epic. Um, yeah. Uh, and this one was 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 less than that. It was more of because I was expecting like a big giant war uh, <laughs> as the title. Well, wasn't would, would Gary suggest. Oldman? Gary Oldman was the bad guy in the last one, wasn't he? Yeah, and then this one is Woody Harrelson. But Woody Harrelson is another great get. Those are two. And Jason Clarke was also in that one. Was there anyone else besides Woody in this one that was of note? Was there like an Aaron Taylor Johnson or some piece of shit? No, it was pretty much just Woody Harrelson acting this like lone colonel who was against the wishes of the remnants of the U.S. Army. Was So I don't like the human factions were fractured, whereas some... I think some people were just trying to move on and regrow, and he was out there like trying to exterminate the apes because I guess the humans were contracting this degenerative disease where they were kind of losing speech and becoming primitive. Oh, okay. Uh, and so he was trying to eradicate anyone that had that illness as well as kind of eradicate the apes. Uh, so as they as the apes super- are getting smart, as the apes are getting smarter, the humans are getting stupider, and mm-hmm. so that is kind of a, a possible explanation of. The final endpoint where it's a planet of apes. Um, planet of apes, and we are apish. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely have wanted to see it, and, and it's always looked very interesting. And the trailer of him and uh, the, I mean, the, shaving the, his head. Yeah, I mean, it's very like Apocalypse Now esque. Really? Um, there's even a direct reference to it where it's like Ape Apocalypse Now is like written on like the side of the. The sewer. Really? Is um, there a I scene mean, where but, Caesar's like, "I love the smell of napalm"? And <laughs> yeah, the the CGI is amazing in all of the movies, and the, this one is even better. I mean, you know, the riding horses and just the the, fish, the motion capture, the facial. Yeah, it's always cool that, to see in the in the movies promotion when they show the actors that play the apes, and they show them in the studio with all the sensors yeah. on their head and stuff, and then they show the finished product next to it. It's amazing. It's amazing how they pull that stuff off. Yeah, I wish I had seen it in theaters, honestly, because I, I definitely meant to get around to it. I never did, so I'm kind of bummed about that. But it was still good. It, it, it probably my least favorite of the three. I, I might have to rewatch it on like uh, 
you know, my home setup here. But okay. yeah, it's worth seeing. And yeah, oh. like you said, uh, The Mummy was probably better than I expected, but not very good. And then Cars 3 is just kind of fun, but whatever. Yeah, anything with yeah, Larry, so Larry the Cable Guy, I'm out. So. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for Airplane Movies. <laughs> there you go. Our jacked bit. And uh, yeah, well, cool. Let's uh, let's end it there, and we'll we'll catch up next week with uh, I think probably another new curb in South Park. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, right. and Bye. have a good one. Happy Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>